0: This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. This is the Eye on Preps podcast, bringing you the best in prep sports from across the state. With our award-winning sports reporters, Chip Souza from the Hog Sports Network and Eric Taylor from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette.
1: And welcome to the Eye on Preps podcast. I'm Chip Sousa with the Hogs Sports Network. I'm joined by my main man, Eric Taylor, with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Et, we are finally to that week that we have been talking about. Just seems like for the last three or four weeks.
2: <laughs> it's finally here, man. I mean, it's uh, no running from it now. We've been we've been talking about it for so long, man. And uh, this, is, this is what we play for, man. This what these teams work hard hard for, and then uh, it's
1: here, brother. It's here. I have been looking at the schedule, man. I don't see one game that's going to be any good this Friday night. Not one single game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tug and cheek, of course, man. I mean, it, it's. I was looking back wow. uh, earlier today, and it, it's so many. Uh, uh, big big games. Uh, this this is I guess this I guess Thursday summer, Thursday night maybe too, but another Friday, man. Friday is a huge, probably the biggest night of high school football
1: outside of the playoffs starting
2: next week, man. It's it,
1: just a it, lot of good. It is. And before we get into that, which <laughs> that's going to take up the biggest part of our show today, is going to be talking about the games that are going to be uh, happening for the regular season finale this week. Let's recap what happened last week. We're going to start in the five in the six A West, where Greenwood went down to Pulaski Academy. PA had not lost a home game in a decade. They have now. Uh, Greenwood 58, PA 33. What a tremendous game from the sophomore quarterback at Greenwood, Kane Archer, ET. My goodness, that dude went off Friday night. Man, the kid, the kid put
2: him on his back, man. Uh, you know, we and we knew it would be a, a, a standing room only type of crowd, big atmosphere, two uh, teams that will be in the thick again. Uh, both played in the title game last year. And uh, the kid came out and, and had himself a game, man.
1: I mean, just, that's what off, you man. want out of
2: your starting quarterback. And and he, he showed some flex, man, that, that entire game.
1: He did, man. He balled out. He passed for five touchdowns, ran for three more E.T. You know, we, we put in a new rule a couple weeks ago, man. If you don't get eight touchdowns, we're not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he got his eight in, that's got for sure. He got his eight. He got <laughs> and, his eight.
2: And, I, and I, Greenwood needed every last one of them, man. I mean, with P.A. playing down there and – uh, they're not going to back down, but but Kane went out, man, and every time PA made a run, and he came back with a big play. Well, it was legs, arms, whatever. I mean, he he did what was necessary to get those guys to
1: win. He did, man. Seventeen to twenty-six passing, two seventy-three again. Uh, passed for five touchdowns, ran for three more, eight touchdowns. Greenwood beats PA in um, a big one there. First uh, home loss for PA since twenty thirteen. Uh, you know, ET uh, coming into um, as a freshman uh, last year, he was getting a lot of hype about. You know, he was the number one rated quarterback in the of the recruiting class. I think, I think it's twenty twenty seven,
2: maybe. I think that is mean, what it is. Yeah, is twenty six, maybe. Twenty six. Twenty. I don't know. Twenty six.
1: And you, you know, you hear days. that kind of yeah. You hear that kind of stuff. You're like, oh, you know, man, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, he he had never taken a snap on the var on the varsity you know game or what. Okay, I, that hype that hype is coming coming real.
2: Exactly. I mean, he justified all that, man. And like I yeah. said, even last year the. The one or two games that I saw clips of him, uh, I mean, he he didn't look like a freshman at all as far as his build. He didn't even really play like a freshman. At least the clips that I saw him, and then this year, uh, I mean, he just carried over and gotten that much better. Yeah, um, like I say, I, and I believe, but before it's all said and done, he'll be a top five in his class. Yeah, uh, before
1: he graduates, if I'll, not,
2: you know, top the top one, he
1: could be. <laughs> he the, could. The be. Kid's good, man. Uh, So, of course, we'll talk about this uh, toward the end of the show, but Greenwood then this week we will get Little Rock Christian. We'll talk about that game toward the end of the show. Uh, Continuing with last Friday night's game, Bentonville West 24, Southside 21. Bentonville West, the coach, uh, Brian Pratt, he had to be a spectator the first half of this game Friday night, he had gotten, <laughs> uh, gotten a little salty uh, the, <laughs> the week before. <laughs> and, just just and, a little salty the week before. And, and got, uh, got, got got escorted out of that game, so he had to miss mm-hmm. the first half of this one. And uh, it was all Bentonville West in the second half, three touchdowns in the second half. But you know what, ET, what they did, they were able to slow down Southside's running game pretty good. And really, no other team this year has been able to do that. That's the,
2: the thing about this game that surprised me a little bit, that – they were able to slow those guys down on the ground. Um, and like I said, like you just said, I mean, no one's done that to Southside all year, you know, and, and West came in, they had a game plan obviously, and they executed it well. And they did something again that hasn't happened, you know, in 2023. I mean, and I thought, you know, they came out and shout out to that that's, that coaching staff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've done a tremendous job. And and, you know, with respect to everyone else in the West, the job that Pratt has done with that group. It's, it, it's nothing short of amazing. I well, mean, then, I mean, I, well, again, and you've talked about this before with when, when Casey uh, exactly figured out yeah, that he Casey, wasn't going to play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and I was like, okay, that's going to be a major, major drawback for them. They're going to be maybe, you know, bottom half of the playoff, uh, you know, possibilities. But those guys right now are in position to get a two seed.
1: They are. They are. That's, that's,
2: a, that's an amazing job by those
1: guys. Over uh, Dalton Rice, the quarterback that, that uh, has led them all year, uh, Friday night, 28 to 38, 216 yards. Uh, you know, let them three touchdowns in the second half. They came back and won that one 24-21 to put themselves in position to get that number two seed this week. Ho-hum, ET, V 42, Lakeside 7. Uh, the, <laughs> the Patriots train just keeps on rolling, man.
2: Just keep rolling. I wonder how many games they've actually, you know, had a 40-plus point lead at the half. Man. I, know, it's, it's outside of maybe the 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 Bryan game. I mean, it's like every other game they played has just been over, you know, within a quarter and a half of man those guys they're just doing what they do man it's it's right now it's uh, you know i don't know if anyone's gonna come close to beating those guys
1: man that's including playoffs et we talk about coaches who are good fits for programs and i cannot mm-hmm. imagine a better fit uh than than bolding over at the park oh, you just say perfect fit for that program right there perfect
2: perfect fit man he he's turned that program around and it started just about immediately i mean that first year it wasn't it wasn't really a record thing it was more of a mindset mentality culture type thing and he's He's done exactly what he set out to do, and, and he has those guys playing
1: at a different level right now. He, man, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, I'm, I want to mention this game, too, because you don't see this very often in five, five. In fact, I've never remember seeing this before, where a team has had to forfeit a game like Dardanelle had to do last week against Alma. So Alma gets a forfeit win against Dardanelle. Um, they have been, you know, hampered by injuries and illness and and uh, kind of decimated their team. Uh, but what that did – um, it gave Alma pretty much a kind of a, a bye week, uh, so yeah, to speak. A bye. <laughs> yeah, going into a huge game this Friday night against Shiloh Christian. So they essentially got, you know, a week to kind of rest up and recover for what's gonna be a huge game Friday night against Shiloh.
2: A big game. I was surprised when I saw that, you know, and I, I know a lot of those coaches at Dart right now, Coach Vega and those guys. Uh, but I'm surprised, you know, and, and if they had to go to the point where they had to forfeit their game, that means this must be really serious, yeah. uh, whatever's going on over there I said, because Coach Vega's a good guy, and he's going to come out and play wherever, so it, it must be uh, a big deal, but again, you know, I may need to send them, you know, some some flowers or something down there, <laughs> appreciative uh, gift, uh, because like I said, it allowed them to stay, uh, I guess, in a three-way tie up in the uh, 5A West, and Going to the biggest uh, biggest game
1: of the year for those guys. No doubt. No doubt. Also want to mention Valley View got a big win, 43-28 against Nettleton. That clinches a 5A West, number one seed um, for Valley View. Uh, Carson Turley, their quarterback, ran for 226, uh, mm-hmm. passed for 101. and now, I know he didn't get eight, but he got six touchdowns. So we can mention <laughs> we're going to make a little exception here. and We're going to talk about it because he got sick. But a big win for the Blazers there, E, to wrap, yeah. up, wrap up that the, the 5A East.
2: I mean, those guys have been playing well all year. And Turley's been it seems like he's been doing this for the past five, six, seven years at Valley View. Uh, but the kids, kids special. You know, he doesn't get a lot of uh, notoriety being over there, tucked away in the Northeast. But that kid's uh, been doing this thing all year. And uh, he has those guys clicking right now. Yep. I mean, they, they, in every big game, he steps up and they want him. So shout out to those guys over there. We also want
1: to talk a little bit about volleyball. The state volleyball championships were held Saturday at Hot Springs. Um, in Class 6A, Fayetteville made it a four-peat. Uh, they mm-hmm. won their four straight state championship. But E.T., they had to really go to the brink to get it. Conway, what you know, a tremendous match.
2: I, I, it's like I went to – I was at the 6A Volleyball State uh, last weekend. And, you know, I, I I figured these two teams would be in the finals just like I think pretty much everybody probably figured they would be. Yeah. Uh, Reagan Hart is, Hart is amazing. Uh, Twenty nine kills, man. I mean, kills, man. <laughs> I mean wow. it's like – and I, I told Coach Field in, uh, I guess, after the semi-final win, it's like every time she touches – the ball, whether it's a kill or a dig or whatever, something good happened. Yeah. And, and I think she had what, 29 kills 29. In, in the final? Yeah. Uh, that that girl's amazing. UCA is getting a, a good one. Yes, <laughs> Trust they me. Are. Yeah, you know, and, and shout out to Conway as well. Conway has a great team as well, man. So I knew that was going to be a tight back and forth account, and, and that's what it was. So uh, congrats to Fabian am getting a, a fourth straight state title.
1: Yep. And 5A Benton, uh, three Greenwood, two again, another match that went to five uh, five sets. And this one, Benton gets mm-hmm. the win to, uh, to repeat. Uh, Isabella Lang- 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 Langman uh, had 18 kills, 20 assists, and nine digs for the Lady Panthers.
2: Big win That's, that's a back-to-back for uh, Coach Shopping down there at Benton, man. Uh, again, another another match that most figured would, would go to the wire, and, and it did, two to the yep. obviously the best teams in, in 5A. Uh, yep, so, again, congrats uh, to Benton for getting it done for uh, a second straight year.
1: Uh, in 4A, it was Brooklyn with a sweep against Shiloh Christian. Uh, again, talking about repeats, they, they uh, repeated the state champions in class 4A um Evan Polsgrove and uh, Maddie Smith combined for 25 kills for Brooklyn. Uh man, that program just, you know, it's one of those Northeast Arkansas schools. They just man, they play some volleyball up there around that Jonesboro area.
2: I mean, it's in every class. Yeah, you know, that's a thing. Is, man. You know, volleyball is big up there and 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 it shows when when postseason play rolls around, you know, uh they they take that seriously, man, and you can tell. I mean, they, no matter who you're playing, whatever class, they're going to compete and going to do their thing. So, again,
1: you know, in Brooklyn,
2: I think it's, what, second year in a row
1: they, yeah. they've gotten it yep. done? Yep, uh, repeat. Um, you know, and they kind of swept it away. So, good job. In 3A Baptist prep uh, with the sweep against Hackett, 3-0, and in 2A Mansfield, uh, a repeat state champion in uh, a 3-0 sweep against Conway Christian uh, to wrap up the state volleyball down in Hot Springs. Uh, there's only one more fall non-football sport left that we haven't had a state uh meet yet and that's coming up for cross country and that will wrap up the fall. ET, I can't believe how quickly this fall season has really gone by. I mean, this is the last week of the regular season and it I mean it just seems like it was just, you know, a couple of days ago that we, you know, that we started started the season and now we're at the uh, the you know the final week of the regular season. We mm-hmm. made so
2: long just to get to this point and, and once it gets rolling, it really gets rolling and time flies, man. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of a uh I don't want to say a sad thing, but it's it just, you know, just, just the excitement of <laughs> getting to this point now. I mean, it, it builds up, man. I mean, of course, we're going over to into hoops and everything like that, but, yep. you know, it, 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 it flies by once it gets here. It's almost like in snap of fingers, finger is gone.
1: I'm you telling know, you. So. I am telling you. Well, we're going to take a break right here, and when we come back, we're going to have Richard Davenport come and join us and talk about a little recruiting. This is the Ion Preps podcast, and we'll be right back.
0: Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a digital plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated Magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs!
1: And we are back with the Eye on Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hogs Sports Network, and I am joined now by the master of recruiting. He is the Hercules of all recruiting, Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, R.D., what is happening in the recruiting world? I know hog coaches were on the road uh, this past week during their open week, uh, taking a look at recruits all around the area and in different states. I guess.
3: Yeah, Sam uh, Sam Pittman was uh, one of the coaches on the road, and uh, he was in Central Arkansas most Saw of the that. day. Yeah, uh, Little Rock Park View, Little Rock Central. I mean, yeah. Uh, excuse uh, excuse me, Central Arkansas Christian. Uh, uh, and then he went to down to Pine Bluff and. They ended up at uh, Harding Academy game to watch uh, White Simmons, the yeah. the uh, linebacker commitment, and then then uh, three other uh, Razorback assistants were in Central Arkansas and and uh, attended games uh, in the area that night, and then uh, several coaches went out to Alabama, Tennessee, yeah. uh, excuse me, Alabama, Texas, uh, Georgia, and North Carolina. So uh, they 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 hit uh, hit a lot of schools and. And saw a good amount of the commitments, and that's the main thing that they wanted to do. Absolutely, they've seen a lot of a lot of the uh, 19 commitments this season uh, and other weeks, but uh, this this time they they were focused on making sure to hit as many as they could.
1: Richard, I think you and I may have talked about this before, and, and we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more before the uh, early signing day comes in uh, uh, just a little bit over a month from now. Uh, but they have 19 commitments so far in this recruiting class. No, none have decommitted since since the since the Enos uh, move from move away from Enos, right?
3: <clears throat> yeah, that's correct. And uh, I, I think I think uh, usually, you know, uh, with coordinators, it's a it's you know they that's a reflection of the head coach. Not, don't get me wrong. It, it uh, right. uh, Grayson Wilson uh, definitely had a great relationship with Coach Enos and was sorry to see him go, but uh, same time. He knows uh, what type of offense that uh, Coach uh, Pittman likes to run. And yeah. and uh, I think, uh, you know, it's it's somewhat of a hit, obviously, when you lose a coordinator or any position coach. But at the same time, if, if the head coach is still there, uh, yeah. there's, you know, a, a comfort factor. So uh, as of now, no. And uh, we'll see what goes on uh, going forward. So
1: they have 19 commitments in this 2024 class. Uh, RD, how many do you think they'll end up with on the on the high school? So I know you know the transfer portal is going to be a completely different animal. But you think it
3: 25, 24, 25, maybe? I, I think 23 to 25. I mean, I, I think it all depends on who's available. Uh, you know, it'll be one of those cases where you you don't sign somebody just to sign somebody. Uh, you want to get a qu- good quality kid who you you think can uh, help you win in the SEC. Right. Uh And and let's face it, now with the portal. Uh, coaches don't uh, take a lot of chances on guys as far as development. Uh, they, they don't. Yeah. They don't look at these guys and say, "Well, maybe year three or four, he can help us." Uh, those days are almost yeah. gone. They're 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 hoping these freshmen can see the field immediately Correct. or within uh, second or third year max. Well, uh, and, so you know, and those kids you know, enrolling the, early. The days yeah. of uh, you know going out and seeing a guy and said, "Man, I think third or fourth year, he, he he can really be a a player for us." Uh, those are slim and sl- slim and none now.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, Rich, I know you were at the basketball game, the uh, quote-unquote exhibition game uh, Saturday. That that was like anything but an exhibition game as Purdue came in to take on Arkansas. Uh, they had, uh, I know, must had at least one uh, recruit in. Was this one or two or how many did it, did they have in Saturday for that?
3: For they had that about game? seven or eight, and, okay. and, and I wow. wasn't able to make it. up uh, Megan had some family. Uh, in town gotcha. and uh, had to uh, you know do that thing but uh uh at about seven or eight uh, you had I, I I I Isaiah Seeley from <clears throat> from Springdale. Yep uh, Aiden uh, uh uh his last name uh, is a tongue twister for me. <laughs> Just call him I the way I think it is <laughs> <laughs> but uh from from uh, uh from Northwest Arkansas. You had uh, Jordan Harris from Mall Mell who uh is a guy that uh, played played some football the year before, and uh, he's just an outstanding uh, two sport athlete. But I think he's going to stick with uh, basketball. Okay. He's a 26 guy that uh, I think uh, is very promising. They had uh, several other guys, but uh, uh, oh, uh, and Jalen she- uh, Shelley was supposed to be there. Uh, the uh, commitment uh, uh, from Link, oh, so yeah. uh, right. Link, uh, right. yep. obviously uh, a good atmosphere for him oh, to, man. to enjoy, and uh, and you know. And, and see how the hog fans are, and uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was a good time for, for those guys. If you are a recruit and you were at that game Saturday, if that crowd
1: of nineteen thousand plus for a game that doesn't count in any of the standings, and the way the crowd was in that game doesn't excite you excite you to be a hog, I don't know what else they could do, um, you know, to to make it more exciting for you because it was an incredible atmosphere on saturday
3: yeah well it's just a you know a big game in Fayetteville regardless if it's uh exhibition or not fans are going to usually show out and obviously the game uh build up was strong and then then it didn't disappoint either and uh, it kind of went back and forth and just when you thought Arkansas was kind of out of it uh Marks hits that three-pointer and and uh and all and it, it all that uh all the, the madness after that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Rich, as always, we
1: appreciate you being on with us and uh, and bringing all the uh, recruiting information that you do. If you want to read more about recruiting from Richard, you can read his column three days a week in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. His column can also be found on com. You can also follow him on the X. <laughs> He's on there, so you can find him there, and he'll give you constant updates uh, there on recruiting. And uh, it is about to get hot and heavy. We've got uh, the, uh, the November signing period for non-football, which will be basketball, volleyball, base, baseball, whatever, all the non-football stuff there. And then the football early signing day will be in December. And then the normal signing day, again, will be in February. Um, we'll see how all this shakes out again. Like Richard said, Arkansas has 19 commitments in this 2024 class for football. That may grow by three, four, five, six. We'll see uh, how that happens. And uh, But Richard will have all of it again. Richard, we appreciate you being on with us every week, man. All right, buddy. We'll see you. We're going to take another break right here. And when we come back, Eric Taylor and I will talk about this week's 37 great games on the budget. There are a lot of great games this weekend. And and, uh, E.T. and I will break down a lot of those when we come back. We'll be right back.
0: Get the latest breaking news on all Arkansas Razorback sports at wholehogsports.com. Our award winning reporters and photographers go beyond game recaps to bring our subscribers the most trusted Razorbacks news anywhere. With expert analysis, the latest in recruiting, plus unique and compelling stories of your favorite teams. Subscribe today at WholeHogSports.com.
1: And we are back with the Iron Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network, joined by Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and we're going to talk about some big matchups in this final. Friday, well, Thursday, Thursday and Friday night of the regular season. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about the player of the week. Now, E.T., I might have a little idea of who your player of the week is going to be, but I'm going to turn it over to you and you go ahead and make it official.
2: <laughs> First of all, I'm going to go – I hadn't done this all year. I'm going to do the – let's go honorable mention. Okay. Uh, and, that, and that's got to go to Carson Turley over at Valley Yeah, U. yeah. Uh, I think t- 224 rushing, five TDs, also threw a touchdown pass and a big win over Nelton, a kind of a rivalry game. Uh, but the player of the week, man uh, – <laughs> This uh, team needed everything that he got. It's, it's Kane Archer in Greenwood, to be, man. man. Uh, Has to be. He threw for I think almost 300, 273 or something, and five touchdowns. Had three rushing touchdowns, but he, he ended a long, long win streak at home. Exactly <laughs> uh, for PA. I mean, they hadn't lost a home game since 2013. Man. Uh, they rolled into town. He combined for eight touchdowns and uh, got a huge, huge win uh, over a team that beat him in the state title game last year, man. So uh, Kane Archer is going to be the play of the week, brother.
1: Well, and we'll, we'll use that as the segue to talk about this week's game. Um, it's going to be Little Rock Christian, the number two team in Class 6A at number one Greenwood. Uh, this one is pretty, pretty cut and dry, E.T. The winner mm-hmm. is going to be the number one seed. Uh, you know, the loser is going to be the number two seed. This is going to be a battle of quarterbacks. Little Rock Christian, of course. Um, Walker White, who's committed to Auburn, um, he lit up P.A. earlier this season. A heck of A quarterback. And uh, Kane Archer for Greenwood, uh, et this gonna have this this game is gonna be huge Friday night.
2: You know these one this one is games where it's just like a, like a lot of the other ones that going on Friday that I really wouldn't want to be a reporter at, yeah, because I want to just be a fan by watching one of these games and and this one, um, it, you know, may be the biggest of them all, and that's saying a lot because yeah. a lot of big games. Um, but Christian is rolling right now, Greenwood is rolling right now, uh, and I mean if it's – there were ever two evenly matched teams. I think. Um, yeah, they can get it done, throwing it, running it. You know, defenses are solid. It's the, I think Christian's defense has probably been, you know, probably the best in six A over the past six seven weeks, um, right now. And and it's it's gonna be a big one, man. Hey, <laughs> I mean, it's like you said, it's pretty cut and dry. I may uh,
1: I may have to get in the car and take a drive down the hill down to Greenwood, <laughs> and and uh, I may have to. Uh, to squeeze in between about thirty-five people to stand on the fence to see it, there you I, go. May, exactly. I may will see that one. It's <laughs> going to be a good one. Uh, now, ET, we, we got to talk about the game that we've been talking about for the last oh, oh I don't man. know fourteen weeks <laughs> or so yeah, uh, since, since the spring. Really, number two Bryant at number one Conway, the seven A Central. Um, this is the game that everyone has been waiting on.
2: You know. Um, it's one of these things. I was joking with a guy uh, from Ryan Friday night because I covered their game against um, uh, North, Little Rock. North Rock, Yeah, and he was saying that you know you might want to get there. Anyone comes, get there at about four four thirty
1: on Wednesday.
2: Uh, <laughs> and, you know, and, and he and, you know, and best part about it, he's probably right. Yeah, uh, I mean that, that that game is going to be, I think, easily the most um, well attended game and Con- that Conway's had at home in maybe ever probably 30 40 years yeah probably ever yeah to be quite honest with you um and it's like again like you said it's been a game that we've been circling for for months now uh quiet center the Brian coach who kind of you know and that's my guy he kind of kind of shut down played a little bit after friday night's game Uh but he knows how big it is the guys (laughs) know how big it is You can tell, and i can tell by that after the north little rock game uh some of the things i was overhearing but uh a, a huge one man for both teams well i mean it's Again, no way, no way to put it, no way to code it. Just, that's the big game that everyone really has been circling. It's just not down here. That's a statewide. Everywhere, you know, it's, it's
1: everywhere. Uh, so, mm-hmm. some of the backstory going into this game, of course, uh, Buck James was the coach at Bryant, led them to five consecutive <clears throat> state championships. In the spring, he left Bryant to go to Conway. Uh, Conway's coach uh, Keith Fimple had take had took over at Springdale as the athletic director. Um, and so, uh, Buck James took that job at Conway. You don't see coaches normally leave a program where they they've won five state championships in a row to go to another school within the same conference. So that's you know that's some of the backstory. So you got five-time defending state champion Bryant on one side, Conway with Bryant's former coach on their side, and of course, Et Conway has who do they have at quarterback?
2: <laughs> Donovan Amolo.
1: <laughs> that, guy, that guy. My dude, Donovan Amolo, man, that kid is having a heck of a season. Uh, but, James, I'm sure that was kind of in the back of his mind. He's like, not only am I going to go to Conway, but look what I got when I get there. And they're loaded. I they
2: mean, are. Don't, don't get me wrong. The Conway team is loaded, and, and it, it kind of puts you in the mind of, of, of Brian because of what they've got coming in next season. Where they're losing some studs, but they have a lot coming in. Uh, next season, um, yeah, and it's it's special, man. It's gonna be a special it. night.
1: I love it. Uh, another big g- game on tap Friday night. Now, et, ever since Bentonville has split into Bentonville, mm-hmm. Bentonville West, um, this game has been played the final, you know, regular season game. Bentonville has owned this game ever since you know the split has happened. Et, this could be the year that changes. I mean, Bentonville West is this could be the time that they knock off Bentonville.
2: You know, like I said, uh, Coach Pratt and, and, and his staff and those those players over there have played, you know, lights out all year. Um, and I think this was at Benville West. It is, not it is mistaken, at West. Right? Yep. Over in Centerton. Yep. It is at West. So yep. Is a possibility that this could be the year, you it know. Could but and, and, and just as we say that, you know, Benville may be like, hold on, you know, we well, still Benville. But, yeah. you know, but again, that's why you play the game, man. And, and again, I, this one is, you know, a lot of those games that they played in the past, I don't know if they've, had any bigger ramifications as the, Yeah, this a couple
1: one. of times that they have, uh, they've had just as big, uh, just it's as big, big as this. Actually, for, one, for the one and the two seed um, mm-hmm. in the past a couple of times. But uh, th- this one's big, and, and mm-hmm. we st- it'll be interesting to see, will Bentonville have Carter Nye, their, their normal right. starting quarterback? He's missed the last couple of games. He got injured against Fayetteville, injured an ankle. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he's mm-hmm. able to go Friday night. That, that may be the
2: biggest key of the game,
1: you oh, know. Huge. Although yeah.
2: Benfield has showed that they've been able to 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 persevere when he's not been in there. I mean, but in a game of this magnitude where you know your rival is coming at you, you want to be, you know, fully loaded going in. So that that, that may be the biggest uh, key to to, to to how this game goes is if uh card is able to play.
1: 100%. 100%. Uh, another big game on the agenda. Uh, Little Rock Catholic, number 6 and 6A at Marion, uh, number 5. Now, this will be a tune-up. Um, mm-hmm. For you know, for the playoffs, but still, you want to have momentum uh, going into the playoffs, and uh, this is big. There, uh, Benton wrapped up the number one seed um, in the six A East last week, uh, but still, this is you know, this will be a good game, a big, a good game as far as having that momentum going into the first round of the playoffs.
2: Especially for Catholic, I mean, think they, they, I think they're coming off a loss and they they're are. trying to get back on track. You yeah, know? so you want to go. Uh, on the road and, and play a, a good, really good team, and and, and play well going to to, Absolutely. to next week. You know, so that, this is a big game for those guys. Uh,
1: number two, Shiloh Christian at Alma in the 5A West, and this game ET has so many playoff implications oh, man. on it. Um, I mean, we could talk about just this one game for the next 15 minutes, but uh, coming into this game on Friday night, Alma Farmington, Shiloh Christian all share the number one top spot in the 5A West, all of them are 5-1. and one. Uh, To kind of break it down a little bit and make it kind of easy, if Alma wins, it's the number one seed. Okay, that's cut and dry. They're the number one seed. If Shiloh wins, then it gets a little bit more complicated because if you remember back two weeks ago, they lost to Farmington. So they would need a Farmington loss to Prairie Grove to get that number one seed if Shiloh wins. If Shiloh and Farmington both win, Farmington gets the number one seed because of their win over Shadow Christian. So there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts in this game Friday night. <laughs> a
2: lot a lot of moving parts. So if you're Alma, you want to just go ahead and try to handle business. <laughs> Hand,
1: yes sir. Yes sir.
2: And handle, handle your side of things and, and let the other two three or whatever shake out. But uh yeah, it's a lot that can happen. A, a whole lot riding on, on on this one, man. And again, I expect this one to be a a, a packed house as well. Oh, no doubt, know. no doubt. And, and <laughs> big, Alma, big, man, game, game. It's,
1: you know, Alma always does a great job. Puts on a good show there for their for their home home crowd. And and uh, you know what? It's been a long time since Alma's played in a game of this magnitude. And, right. and I like right. you know when the Airedales are good, it makes everything a lot better. And they haven't really mm-hmm. been uh, great in the past little while, so it's good to see that Airedale's back in contention in the 5A West, Right. man. Especially with,
2: with so much on the line uh, with, yeah. with this one. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. And like you're right, it's good to see Alma uh, getting back to to the Alma teams of the old yes. that we used to see.
1: Yes. Uh, how about this one, ET? Number one, Malvern at Arkadelphia. Both teams <laughs> come into the 4A7 finale undefeated in conference play. The winner gets number one seed, the loser gets number two. Uh, this is always a great game when these two teams oh. play. Man, it's, it's going to be who can punch the other in the mouth over and over again?
2: Always a big game. Another game that'll be packed crowd uh, down at, 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 in in Yep. Uh, again, and like you said, it's cut and dry. Winner takes all. Loser gets a two seed. Uh, but neither one's gonna 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 yield much at all. No. You know, they're gonna go back and forth. It's gonna be a tight game. Uh, look, I, you know, this is one that I'm outside of all the other ones that we know are gonna be big. I'm really really interested in, in, in how this one shakes yeah. out. Oh yeah. Uh, again you know and a, a lot's riding because of, of of the 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 seat the, where they're going to be placed in yep. the bracket uh for, for the playoffs which could you know make for some really really interesting first second round matchups uh but yeah th- this is a, a huge amount. and and it, just like every year it's always big when these two teams play
1: also want to mention last week uh, malvern uh, the running back jalen dupree he broke mm-hmm. anytime you break a madre hill record et you have <laughs> done something I mean, you've done something man. big. No matter and, what it is. <laughs> yes, sir. He broke Madre Hill's single-game rushing record for Malvern. He had 333 yards uh, last week, and he also became the 15th player in Arkansas State history to eclipse the 6,000-career rushing mark. Um, and uh, big-time running back, he is the main reason Malvern is ranked number one in Arkadelphia. will have their hands full trying to contain him. Literally,
2: man. And that kid's good. I mean, he, he's re- Really, really, really good. I know, you know, a lot of people may not be familiar with with him, but I've been watching him do this since he's been a, a freshman. Uh and he is the real yeah. deal. I believe he's committed to, I want to say Colorado State, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep. he's gonna uh, be around. Yeah, yep. that's gonna, gonna be a good one, man.
1: Yep. Uh I'll skip down to this one in the 2A4, Carlisle at Hazen. Always a good game when these these mm-hmm. two teams go at it. Um, you know, this is also gonna decide the conference championship in this conference. Uh Hazen is six and and0 Carlisle is five and Again, just like I mean, neighboring rivals. This mm-hmm. will be whoever can withstand the most blows to the nose is what it will always, be. Always a, a, a slugfest whenever these teams play, whether
2: it's the regular season or the postseason. Uh, not there's not much mileage between the two teams, nope. uh, you know. So it, it'll be another one of those those knockout, uh,
1: drag out fights. Man. All right, so ET, I saved this for last because this, this may take the next 30 minutes to talk about this. The 4A4 nightmare. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is the, you talk about chaos. This conference is absolute chaos. Um, so to keep it simple, um, if Lamar could beat CAC on Mustang Mountain, that's the simplest way to solve this conference logjam. Now, that's a lot easier. <laughs> said than done, right. okay? <laughs> now, Lamar is coming off a big win against Clinton, so the Warriors are capable here. But this conference, nothing has gone to norm all year long, so it would not be a surprise to see CAC get a win here. And when that happens, or if that happens, then it is going to be a landslide of different things that could happen. And uh, my my boy, Henry Apple, he he is writing about this this week for, in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He says, so this is, let me, let me break this down for you. If CAC wins and Bauxite loses and Clinton and Mayflower both win and Pottsville's open this week, so they're already in the mix, it could create a five-way tie for second place in this conference, all of these teams with five and three records. He said, according to Henry, this is the first time, would be the first time since 1996 when Fort Smith, Northside, Springdale, Fayetteville, Rogers, and Bentonville all finished second in the old 4A West way back in the day in 1996, I mean this is utter chaos in the 4A four, which has been a, the most fun to me, the most fun conference in the state to watch all year long. It, it has, it has, because
2: like just like you mentioned a few minutes ago, just when you think you 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 know something's gonna happen <laughs> one Friday it completely it, goes by the wayside <laughs> and something completely it, it's it different has happened. Uh, just by you reading off those, that half of scenarios has my head hurting. Yeah. Um, but that's just half of it. That's not that's not even the entire scenario. Exactly. You know, what happens when this team loses and that team loses, yeah. which I can just about guarantee you is going to happen. You know, Someone's going to get beat where well, you might not think they're going to get beat. And then this trickles all the way down, man. So it's <laughs> wild. Wow. But like, again, I, I'm with you. It's, it's been the... Uh, most exciting conference in terms of week to week to week things happening yeah. all year
1: in, in this state. So what's going to happen, ET? If all that happens, they're going to get out the Ouija board and the <laughs> magic eight ball, shake it up. Are we getting in the playoffs? Better luck next time. <laughs> Let me shake it again. Yeah, <laughs> wild, wild. I
2: think five wow. from this conference uh, is going to go yeah. to the playoffs, which is a good thing because you know it's obvious. You know, sixteen, six, six seventeen is probably our. Just right there with yeah. each other. So you're going to have a few teams that's not going to even get there that probably deserve to get there. Uh, but man, it's just it's just wild.
1: I just it's hope real- you know when the AAA realigns the conferences again, I hope that they keep can- <laughs> this conference the same if they can because <laughs> this has been so much fun. You know to watch mm-hmm. it, watch how these teams have. Have, you know, just knocked each other off every week. And and uh it's just been a lot of fun to watch this 484. i four. I'm no not, not fun for the coaches, <laughs> but it's been
2: fun for us. <laughs> no, nah, not fun at all for them. Unless they win, you know. Yeah. And even then, it may not be fun if they win, just couldn't have the game win.
1: <laughs> exactly. And there are big games, you know, these are just some that we've hit uh today. There are big games all across this state, Thursday night um and mm-hmm. Friday night. And man, when it all shakes out at about oh, I don't know, about 9.30, 45 on Friday night. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And when the playoff brackets are released, um, yeah. you know, on Saturday or Friday night or whenever that's going to be, um, it, it's going to be just a great, great, great time. And and then the mm-hmm. postseason starts. And then it just even gets a whole lot more fun after that. A whole lot more fun, man. You got to love it, man. We, we
2: hate to see it uh Wind down, but I mean, just to build up, and then this this time of year is here. It just makes it that much uh, that much
1: better, man. It is. Well, et man, as always, I appreciate you. You know, being my 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 wingman on this show, and uh, we'll continue this uh, on uh, through. You know, as we get into basketball, which actually uh, the te- the non football playing teams have already started mm-hmm. their seasons. You know. Yeah, they've already uh, started, man. Yeah. I know
2: several teams have played six, seven games already. Yeah, you know? and you know, it's it's good good stuff, man. Good stuff.
1: Absolutely. So, for Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and for Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on the Eye on Preps podcast. And if we survive this final week of the regular season, we'll see you next week.
0: <laughs> the proceeding has been a production of the Hog Sports Network. Look for our daily podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. For more Razorbacks coverage go to wholehogsports.com or follow the Hog Sports Network reporters on social media.